Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for more of your listener questions. If you ever have a question, drop me that question by email to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com, and we'll get that right here on the show ASAP. Pam and Ricky join me on today's podcast, and we get some great questions about streaming Disney Plus in your Walt Disney World Resort room. If you're an overseas guest, for example, our guest is from the UK and they want to watch the latest shows that are being released during their trip. Can you do that? We give some suggestions. We also talk about when the candlelight processional schedule could be announced for 2023. Knowing our track record, it was probably announced before the show was released. Also, we talk about the best quick service value meals, uh, best value when quick service dining at all four theme parks. We have that discussion today. Also, if you're hungry, the General So's chicken over at uh, the over at Epcot at Connections Cafe is very good. And how we decide which theme park to visit on which day of our vacations is a fun discussion we have on today's show as well. This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. As always, our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. That's right. Absolutely free to you and we're going to get you the best price out there every time you visit your Disney destination. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you buy those back-to-school supplies over at beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You guys are the heart and soul of our show. You make all this possible, and you can support our show as well. Just $5 a month for all these podcasts. We put out more podcasts than any other Disney show out there. We have a huge archive, and that. This keeps this makes it possible with our Patreon support and our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So if you'd like to support us, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world. You found the be our guest Walt Disney world trip planning podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,333 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. And if it is back to school time in your part of the country, hope you have a great start to the school year. I know lots of teachers are headed back for a week and even some students are headed back. I see down in Central Florida tomorrow, actually Thursday is the first day of school for students in Central Florida. So have a great school year and teachers make it awesome for those kids. Make it a memorable one. So, I mean, here's how I always told my students. We all got to be here. You know what? We're not super excited about it, you know, in August or September, but let's make the best of it. You got to be here. So let's make it an awesome year. So let's do that could be a special year, so let's make it happen. All right, today we're going to get you there and uh, have some fun with some lesser questions. So joining me today, we have the old crew from way back in 2008. Joining me, we have Ricky from the themouseforless.com. Ricky, you're making this a habit. What's going on? Pam, I think you just called us old. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I've, how I've, I feel about that. Dude, I've aged just as many days as you since 2008. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm pretty sure he just called us old. So I don't know. I, I just, I'm just going to sidestep that. So I'm thanks, Mike. Uh, young and spry is what I am. Yes, so you can say exactly. whatever you want for yourself. I mean, I'm, I just turned, you know, 25, right? Uh, so. Correct. 
that's that's exactly what birthday I just celebrated <laughs> recently, right? Yeah. So no, uh, doing good though. Uh, you know, things are things are going uh, swimmingly here. Uh, school is definitely back in session, and uh, you can tell the traffic that that that's the case. So yay, traffic! Welcome back, Atlanta. We love you. Not really. <laughs> I just remember when I used to drive to Florida from St. Louis, about a. 14 and a half, 15 hour drive. If I was doing it, smoking the bandit style, you know, and you had to, you know, you had to pretend like you had, you know, 275 cases of Coors Light in the back and you had to get right. it there, you know, before you got caught, um, middle of the night. Didn't matter. I, we always went through Atlanta, like at two o'clock in the morning and I didn't matter like traffic yep. outside, yep. like where the torch was and the varsity and all that stuff and Georgia tech. I'm like, yep do people not yeah. sleep in Atlanta? I no. mean, it's two o'clock no. in the morning. How is there traffic on this big highway? I mean, that highway right there is like 20 lanes across. How yeah, could there be traffic? Not, it's, it's, sorry, it's Atlanta. We were, we were driving a couple of days ago and it was like a Saturday evening or something, you know, ridiculously late. And we're like, it was like nine o'clock. We're like, why are there so many people on the road? It's like rush hour and it's nine o'clock on a Saturday. This should not be this way, but it is. It's Atlanta. Welcome to our, very wonderful city. So, yeah. Wonderful. I mean, you got yeah. the Braves and they're rocking it, so you got that. I mean, I'm not a Braves fan. Oh, no, I know it's true, that. but they're. I mean, <laughs> yeah. nobody's a Cardinals fan right now. I mean, well, that's true. Really, I mean, really Lucy tough. will grow up to be a Cardinals yeah, fan, that's but true. she's not one now. I mean, Better days know. ahead. Let's hope because yeah, it's hope. rough. Okay. Also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, happy Wednesday. What's going on out your way in Pittsburgh? Happy Wednesday. Um, we had beautiful, beautiful weather last week. So nice. like, I know it was awesome. Um, we had some of our team here. We uh, attended a leadership conference together virtually. So um, that was kind of cool. Um, did some stuff like that. But yeah, I just it's like, I think things like that sort of help center you and think about like where you want to go. And, you know, it's like good to take time to do stuff like that. So um, it's easy to sit at your desk for a lot of the day oh. and just do the regular stuff, not Very thinking true. about big picture stuff. So Look, here, here's the question was, was Permanti's brothers uh, consumed <laughs> while folks were there? It was not. Oh, no, man. it was I missed the opportunity. Oh man. The fries <laughs> on the burger and all that. Oh, it was not, it was such not, a shame. but some other local things. So. Okay. I'm just saying I, I missed Cause I've had it once I had it in Indianapolis, then it closed and it was, and I still want it again. Cause I follow them on Twitter. It's terrible <laughs> to follow places on Twitter that you don't, the or, you know, on social media that you don't have. Right. Yeah. It's like, I follow Zaxby's always want it. And all these locations in and out, you know, can't get it here. It's I, I don't know why I do that to myself. I just poke myself in the eye or something. It's not good. <laughs> I want to ask you about this, Pam. I thought this was interesting. And Ricky, I'll get your comments on it, Then we'll jump into the questions. we got some good ones. Also Tanja who's in the live uh, chat right now. So we're recording stay safe out in DC. Cause I know the weather is extremely rough on the East coast today with tornadoes, heavy hail, stuff like that. So we're thinking of all of our friends right now as we're recording out there. Cause I know it's a wild afternoon on the East coast. So stay safe. Um, so I watch a lot of Pluto TV because I watch Love Boat and, you know, now I watch the Big Brother live feeds, which are free, by the way, this year on Pluto TV, which is pretty awesome. I've been, oh, I've been sucked I, back I, in because I've been sucked back in because the Cardinals are so bad because like, okay, I need something good. To watch. I'm, I, we'll have to talk because I'm in on Big Brother now. Okay, so. I'm just saying they're free on Pluto you, TV. Yeah, you and you are going to have to have a conversation. Yeah, right now I got the quad view on in the studio, right, but it's muted. Right, so it, it, it's really I, hard to watch the live feeds muted because uh, you're just talking. I mean, yeah, it's really I haven't pulled up the live feeds yet, yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm sure free. it's going to happen. 
Anyway, here's the deal. I want to ask Pam about this. So on Pluto TV, there's a lot of Disney advertising. <clears throat> and so you see, you know, that what they're what they're pumping up. Right. And for a while there, there was that commercial where they really featured the Grand Floridian. They showed the kids and like they were swimming in the pool and they had like, you know, mermaids yeah. in the pool. They had stormtroopers in the lobby, all that stuff. That commercial was on for quite a bit. The commercial I'm seeing lately, which makes me excited, and I keep telling this to Pam, my wife, when I see it, and I'm excited about this, it features art of animation, and it it shows the it shows the suites, it shows Little Mermaid rooms, it shows the big blue pool, it shows the Skyliner, and I thought this was really smart by Disney because it seems like all the commercials are, and there's another one that features the Polynesian, or over the past six months with like Goofy walking on the docks out by the marina. They always tend to feature like the deluxe resorts, obviously, Beach Club, uh, Contemporary, Grand Floridian. Obviously, they're going to feature deluxe resorts a lot. But lately, and I don't know if it's because of the economy or what made them decide, but this this entire commercial features art of animation footage. And they went to a value resort. And that made me extremely happy because I think that more middle Americans are more... I don't know, just more, you know, like blue collar people might say, you know, hey, that that's not so fancy. That's for me. I, What are your thoughts on that? Because I don't know how many people are even going to notice that. But I noticed it and I'm like, that is so good that they're featuring a value resort in a commercial. I think so. I think a couple of things. First of all, I think one of the things that art of animation really does is it communicates Disney immediately when you see it. Right. It like is the it's over the top theming in terms of Disney, the rooms, the icons, all of that. And then another thing that it does is it really features the Disney transportation modes. And I think that's such an important thing. I mean, we all take different vacations outside of Disney, or at least most of us do. And one of the things that is typically a pain in the butt is transportation. I mean, it just, it, it just is, it impacts the vacation. You're either renting a car or, you know, paying for Uber or something like that. And the fact that Disney still makes that process relatively seamless, I think is a really cool thing. And when you're looking at the price of the Disney resorts, when you start thinking about the things that are included, the um, Disney transportation, the over the top Disney theming, the Disney customer service. And then you get I, what I think is a huge one too, the 30 minutes or, you know, early entry into the park. Then I think it's, it's just a really good and fun way to remind people there are so many reasons to stay at this Disney resort and they have resorts that can do all kinds of things. Finally, what they're adding on is that they make it possible for a larger family to stay together in one room. And I think it features that as well. So that's a really cool thing too. So lots of like, it's hitting a lot of really cool points about these Disney resorts. And I think, you know, it's easy to think, um, you know, I may want to explore some other kind of, you know, accommodation, but these are all the reasons why you should consider a Disney resort. And I will say it comes in like the first nanosecond of the commercial is a shot. The first establishing shot of the commercial is that check-in area at art of animation, which just yeah. blows away color. It's that color palette that 
bam. You know, that wall of, you know, because it is basically like a color palette, like an animated it is, color yeah. palette. And it just blows up on your screen with all these colors. And then you see, you know, the, the little jellyfish and you see kids run around swimming and it establishes like, oh my gosh, this place is just vibrant. It's got, it exudes energy, you know? And I think there, a lot of times it's, their commercials have been like, this is fancy. This is deluxe. This is, so it's almost like going for like in a different direction. Like this is, you know, come down here and let's party, you know, and it's, it's, and how about that pool too? That pool yeah. looks fantastic. It is one of the larger pools <clears throat> on Disney property and so, so themed. It has a kid's water play area that I think is really, really cool. So love that. All right. Happy Monday to Lane in the live chat. 20 days till he's down to Walt Disney World. So you're almost there. All right. Kate's got a question. Here we go. Hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott, we are so excited for our upcoming trip. A couple of questions. We are visiting when the new, and again, I'm not, I, I don't watch some of the cartoon uh, Star Wars, or the, I should say, animated Star Wars. Oh my gosh, I probably just offended everybody by saying it was a cartoon. <laughs> uh, Ashoka? What, what's it called? Ashoka. Ashoka? Yeah. yeah. She's a Jedi, so, yeah. right? She's got the, the like black and white hair there yeah. thing kind yes. of thing. Okay, yeah. Ashoka series comes out. We have the UK Disney Plus. Will we be able to watch this on the TVs in the hotel? So, Ricky, Ooh. can you do that? Can you, if they have Disney Plus UK? <clears throat> yeah. Well, so I know that the hotel rooms have like versions of basically Disney Plus in them, and they have Disney Plus type shows on there. Uh, I didn't look to see if like the most recent Star Wars stuff was on there when I stayed there at the Contemporary just a couple weeks ago, but. Um, I mean, I know that they have a bunch of stuff, you know, on there. So that is a good question. If anybody's like down there right now and can let us know, that would be really helpful. Cause I honestly have no idea if, if it's like everything that's on Disney plus ends up on that, or if it's just like, you know, selected shows that show up on the, on the TV. It, and if you have, um, if you are a Disney plus subscriber now, this is a U.S. based subscription. I don't know about the UK version, but if you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you're staying at one of the hotels that has the newer um, televisions gotcha. with that kind of thing, you can cast it onto your TV. They do well, nice. have that ability too. Yeah, you can. So you'd have access to the full catalog that you have if, access if you to. Have, if you can cast it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can cast it, yes. Um, and it's most of the rooms that have been redone and most of the resorts that have that um, feature, you'll be able to do that. And I would say a VPN is your friend, a virtual private network will get you the ability to use your home, your home account from the UK in the US because you could VPN back home and it looked like you're in the UK in case there's any like geographical uh, restrictions. So wow. that's, that's how you get around all that stuff. That. Oh, hang on. I just hit my... <laughs> that's what that cord goes to that keeps hitting me in the foot. Sorry about that. Oh. Anyway, uh, she has one more question. Also, might they do something for the release in Galaxy's Edge? We currently plan on doing Hollywood Studios the day before, but Benjamin is a huge Ashoka fan, so might need to switch if there's a chance there will be some chance to meet her. Thanks, Kate and Benjamin. She mm. won't be there, will she? No, no, she won't, unfortunately. Uh, they, they have not brought in many of the characters from star wars galaxy really actually you know in general uh like the, from the new shows and stuff like that they really haven't brought anything in matter of fact you know they they i don't the mandalorian is meeting at disneyland but i don't think he's meeting at disney world is he i'm not entirely i, I think he, he was, was, he was. But i don't know if he's still doing it so yeah i think it might have been a temporary thing 
Um, but if he's still there, that's great. But again, look how long it took for them to get the Mandalorian there. You know what I'm saying? So I, it, it he's from far away. It takes a while to get there. I mean, yes, it does. Mandalore is not close. Yes. Is, is Ashoka not played by uh, one of my favorite shortstops, former Cardinals uh, so, wife? Yeah, uh, so Ashley she was the voice of the animated version, but the new version, uh, the Disney Plus live action version is actually Rosario Dawson. So, yeah. That's... So no connection to my St. Louis Cardinals there anymore. Well, I mean, the original character, the character in the animated version was voiced by Ashley Eckstein. Okay. So. And I own many Ashley Eckstein dresses because she has the Her Universe line yeah. and it is fantastic. A lot of people ask me where I get my dresses and a lot of them come from, from her, her universe. So, Perfect. Yes, from her universe. Ah, there, there you go. All right, Will's got a question. By the way, I got to send a shout out to Kevin because I feel his pain right now. He says he's sitting at home in Georgia right now. Why is wife? Me too. Well, but this isn't your husband's in the next room, I believe, with your daughter. Yeah. He is, yeah. Sitting at home in Georgia while his wife is on an Adventures by Disney Southern oh, California right. tour. Dude, okay, yeah, yeah. Why are you not with her? Mm-hmm. Doing all the cool stuff. Come on now. Kevin, I mean, I'm doing that one in just a couple weeks. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> That's wow. awesome. I mean, That's Kevin, awesome. brother. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, maybe Kevin had to work and somebody's got to pay for those adventures by Disney. That's why I always tell my wife, like, somebody's got to stay home and work and, you know, so you can go get your haircut, you know, because she gets those fancy haircuts. Like, you know, I go to Great Clips, so it doesn't take me long to earn my bucks for my, you know, eleven ninety nine cut that I got an Instagram, uh, you know, coupon for this week. But uh, hers costs a little more. Anyway, Will says... What are your thoughts on walking to Disney Springs from Oki West? Is it doable or better to just take the boat? Take the boat. Oh, I would say I mean, I've run there before, but I don't remember like it's it's a weird walk. Yeah. It is a weird. It walk, is. It's but, longer than you think because you sort of come in down around um, where Cirque is. Um, yeah, that's too. true. So and it's so sort you're of not long. near anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, you sort yeah. of have to walk <laughs> to wherever. But yeah, I mean. And just depending on the time of year, too, I think it's something to consider whether you want to do that. But, yeah. Question from Johnny Graham in uh, Tune It Live on Facebook. How many times a year do you have to travel to Disney World for an annual pass to make sense? This is that question we've gotten for over a yeah. decade. And, it and it's just, changed It is all lot. over the place, right? I mean, because... It is. I mean, Pam... I just, I mean, I get one because opportunities pop up with, you know, events come up I'll, like this give kids a world thing. Like I'll pop into Epcot one day while we're there. Cause we're going right. to be there for a couple of days. I'm going to, that morning we do the thing uh, on Friday that afternoon. I'll just jump over to Epcot and get that donut thing and connections cafe. Cause I'm craving it so hard, but that's probably my only day I'll go to the park. I only do that cause I have an annual pass. Um, that's why I have one just for opportunities like that. What I, I would say between seven and ten park days a no, year. No, it's much more now. It's it? more like I think I think we're getting close to fourteen days. I'm not sure. I haven't done the math in a while, but it used to be like between eight to ten, and now I think it's much more just because the price of the annual passes has gone up so right. much. Um, they are expensive. So They're they are. I know. Breathtaking they are. right now. And you got to if you want the memory maker, it's another hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, pictures that's, that's what gets me that should be incredible. i know i know remember when they used to be free i mean that was the days right yeah it was 
All right, Karen's got a question. It says, quick service value. Hey, Mike and BOGP crew, we're headed down to Walt Disney World this coming weekend. We're still trying to nail down our food choices for this week-long trip. Last week, you mentioned value versus cost, and it got me thinking, what are your best valued quick service locations at each park? We're a family of five with two preteens and a kindergartner. I appreciate you taking the time to answer this. Karen's up in Canada. So best value you're looking for best value each park like where you get i guess the highest quality and maybe quantity too all combined best value in each park let's just go ricky take animal kingdom where you think you're getting Whoa. a good value counter service meal animal kingdom by far it's going to be satuli i agree 100 yeah I mean, that I think, is a great meal i think either a combination of either satuli canteen or flame tree barbecue Same. i think both have great value and i think that the good thing about those places is the meals can actually be shared amongst you know the family so like <laughs> not me yeah oh. okay uh, not mike's family but like my family we could share the meal you know like yeah we could get a couple of things so I, I that's what i would say i would say either one of those so that's that's where i would go studios studios doesn't have a lot of quick service that's that's a struggle sometimes pam what do you think there i think i'm going to baseline <laughs> Bro, that's not even a meal. That's like a snack. All right, all right. Let me think. I was gonna say. I mean, I always get my my buffalo chicken grilled cheese there. That's my jam. But you got. I want to Express. be honest, though, Mike. I want to be it's honest true. about that. I, I go to I go to Florida for those steak fries and that sandwich. But I'm just saying, I'm not. Not everybody's me. That and the, I got to get a pub sub at Publix when I'm down there too. That's fine. <laughs> I think too, I think you're looking at either the commissary or backlot express really are your, um, your choices, um, for that. I, there's just not a lot of choices there's at Hollywood not. studios. Really? There aren't not for counter service. I think they have table service. They know, do, but yeah. no, I, the counter service is just a little iffy. Yeah. Okay. Over at Epcot, obviously you have tons of choices. You got all of world showcase, you have sunshine seasons, but I think the sleeper and it's right there in Plainview Connections Cafe. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I Unfortunately, I'm going to say something kind of controversial. Uh, Sunshine Season's not great anymore. Not going to lie. They, they changed that menu Whatever. so they bad. Have, they took right. away so many choices. But they, they, have, have, a, they have a peanut butter um, whoopie pie right now for the Food and Wine Festival. So bring yeah, it but, on. Well, that that's not a di that's not lunch. Like I don't care. I mean, Get in my belly. I mean, I'm just saying, like, they have completely, it used to be one of the best counter service places, and they have completely, like, just hit it in the kneecaps and was like, ha ha, sucker, you don't have any good food anymore. Like, I don't know what happened there, but like, it's they did all that, but... rebounded. It has not rebounded at all. And it's not even open for dinner anymore. Like, it is literally only open for lunch. Like, if I it's go there later at dinner? night, I don't think so. Like, I think they have, like, some grab and go sandwiches, and that's pretty much it. I remember one time I was in there late at night after a race, after a wine and dine that was at night, and I got a Charlie horse in there, and I screamed oh, that's so right. loud. I think I do it's a wonder that. I didn't get a, get evicted from Disney for the rest of my life because I, I, I got so dehydrated, and I got a Charlie horse that I thought my leg yep. was going to literally explode right in the middle of the, of the booth. Yep. But I think you're right with Connections Cafe, though. I just want to throw that out there. I think that Connections Cafe is is a good. What do you? Place. So I always get they, they. My favorite thing at Connections is like there's a General So's chicken like salad. It's a it's a salad. Yes, it's got it's General so So's good. chicken on it. Oh man! And then you got to get a Liege waffle to chase it down oh, with because yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's a little spicy and that cools you off. Like that's the perfect combo. Like 
hot and spicy General Tso's chicken salad, and it's a salad, so it's good for you. Not. And then you get the liege waffle because it's light and fluffy, so it's not that bad for you either. That's how I justify it in my brain. But Pam, I mean, you get the same. I love that thing. That's good little. I like. Contract. I love it too. I think it's really good. Um, I also get. We also get. There's something that has like a meatball. Is it a meatball pizza? Or yeah, there's like a meatball that? pizza. Yes, yes. Scott loves I've the pizza gotten, there. He raves about it. It's decent for a counter service thing. I mean, I think that's always sort of the challenge, right? Is that the the pizza? Yes. At any given time can be not good or really, really good. Right. Um, and then there's something else that we get there. I'm trying to think what it is. But, Mike, you're right. That salad, first of all, is so, so good. And even their burgers, they have some interesting burgers. They're not just your regular burger. They have like a French bistro burger, which has yeah. caramelized onions, bacon, brie, mushrooms, and like a Dijonese. Um, yeah, that's good. And, oh, they have a Niçois salad, too, which I've gotten that, too. That has um, tuna on it and things like that. So there's a lot of good choices, I think, for a counter-service restaurant. I think that that's a great choice. I think, too, you can sort of work your way around. You know, they have that new barbecue spot, the Regal Eagle, oh, yeah. in the back with World Showcase. But I think there are also sort of lots of good opportunities for snacking there. You can get... A little Yorkshire County fish and I chips, a little something from the Tangerine Cafe there in Morocco. Um, you know, I think there's lots of places to do. We tend to like order a couple things from different countries and like split them so that we're not just sort of locked into one location. But a family of five, sometimes you just want to sit down and... I get that. It's, I totally that, get that. That works easier for couples. Yeah. I yeah. And I totally. think the other thing to consider too, especially when you have a family of five, is where are you sitting? Because mm -hmm. some places do not have enough sitting. And both of the places that we've mentioned, Connections plenty. and Regal Eagle are both gonna have plenty yep. of seating. Yep. So okay, what about real quick Magic Kingdom though? Best value or best value in a in a meal. Counter service. Go, go to I mean, you Pecos, got the big three, right? You got Pecos, Pecos Bills, Tomorrowland. Pecos Bill also uh, has not returned to its glory since it reopened. So would you go uh, Columbia Harbor House or would you go um, Cosmic Rays? Or, I mean, you got Pinocchio Village House. House. Gosh. I, I go to the resorts. Um, I guess if I was going to stay, I would say Cosmic Rays. There's also, though, Casey's Corner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting some corn dog nuggets or a big, big hot dog or something. You could right. split a big hot dog and those half things are gigantic. Scott yeah. and I were just, we were laughing because we saw a dude like he was way away from Casey's. He was like back in Tomorrowland or something, walking around like his hot dog like on a tray, and yeah. that thing was gigantic. Like because yeah. he like it wasn't a specialty hot dog. It was just like a hot dog on a bun. Like he must have just yeah. ordered it like totally plain, and it was the most crazy looking thing because those things are obnoxiously huge. Like, there's no reason for that thing to be that big. I will tell you, though, at Pegasus Bills, like, we we get, like, the nachos, and they're decent. And the um, they have, like, bowls, like a fajita bowl. Um, gotcha. That's kind of yeah. decent, too. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. It just, I think one of the things that went away from Pegasus Bills was the toppings bar. Obviously. That, yes. that yeah. became... Yeah. That was a hot mess anyway. It was so. a hot mess, and it was probably a pain to, to, to you know, manage. I but, would think. I mean, they don't offer the same amount of, like, items on, like, the 
the bowl now. Like as they like, it would be great if they let you choose like you know four Not to put on it toppings to put on it, you know, or something like that, like they used to do. Like have that would seen, at least help. Yeah, but have you seen that new progressive commercial with the old people learning yes, how, to, I, how to make a Chipotle yeah. burrito? That's yeah. what it would turn into. Like uh, I'm just pay, sorry, I'm just paying for mine. I'm oh, just no, paying that. for mine. It was nineteen dollars. <laughs> there's four kinds of rice that's me dude when i go to so real quick story about that this is why i am those people on that commercial because i was at the orlando airport right there's a chipotle at the the gate for southwest okay so i was this is the last time we were there when i was there forever so they had this real good looking burrito bowl or something it it was like you know the picture was on there and they looked so good i didn't even know how to pronounce it I didn't know like what kind of right they ask you all those questions, right? Do you want this? Do you want I just told the guy. I was honest with him. I said, that thing right there looks awesome. I said, just make it exactly how it is in that <laughs> it picture. Looks like that. I said, just I told him. It, 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 so the guy was he cracked up. He just kept looking back at it. <laughs> and he was scooping some like, stuff in there. He right had no idea. I don't think he knew what was the in there. But he would look up at the picture and be like, I think it's white rice. And he puts them in there. Yep, that's uh, surprising <laughs> guacamole in there. When he put it, did it looked just like it in the end? I'm like, I appreciate you because he didn't ask me any questions because I I get nervous. I don't know about you know what's the difference between the brown rice and the you know the the different kinds of beans and all that stuff. Like I, I don't know, like just make it look like that. And it was tasty. <laughs> so I pre- did he make I, it look like that? I gave him a fist bump at the end. I was like, yes, you, you are awesome. Anyway, so um, yeah, there we go. So, and uh, Jennifer said Captain Cooks so that'd be a good option yeah. if you want to bounce for sure. If you're at the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> yes, that's why I said go to resort, go, go somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, so we have a question here about Candlelight Processional 2023. It's probably a good one for Ricky. Mike and crew were headed down to spend a few uh, Christmas time days at Boulder Ridge in the middle of December. We would like to do the Candlelight Processional this year, as we have never seen a performance. We are trying to plan our long weekend Friday through Monday and are in the process of planning which parks to go to and when. Do you guys happen to know when Disney traditionally releases the dates for Candlelight? Many thanks as always. Seth is in Mandelville, Louisiana. So I can tell you that I feel like this year they're actually a little late. Um, I feel like they usually release that at the end of July um so what that means is it will be released this week so we'll you'll probably get your make it happen. probably this week yeah, yeah. It probably already happened by the time this comes out but um yeah i feel like i feel like they usually do release it like the last week of july so um that's kind of what i've noticed so you're in that right window it'll be released sometime soon hopefully but yeah not yet and usually it's not the full schedule either so you might have like a couple of people are announced you know and then they um they don't have any more. And actually, you know, ooh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm wondering. Ooh, ooh, I'm wondering. I don't know if this would have anything to do with it, but the actors strike. I kind of wonder if they're having trouble getting people to come down and do mm-hmm. it because of the actors strike. They don't, I did they hear. Don't, so, I did hear something about that. They don't know what they can do and what they can't do because I was actually. I had a conversation with uh, our our connection for uh, Give Kids the World because as <laughs> I got to, I got too excited. Um, as you all know, like the Give Kids the World thing is coming up at the uh, you know in the beginning of September. So uh, I was talking to our liaison, and he said that Pat Sadrak is actually coming 
to uh, to give kids the world for uh, in August for an event, and he actually wasn't sure if he could come to the event because of the fact that of the the the, the strike. So um, yeah, that might be one of the reasons for the delay is they the actors may not know if they can even do it. You know, like if it would be like crossing the picket line type thing. So well, I wasn't supposed really to tell sure. you this, but I did I did hear something about that. But I guess I will. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I guess the time is now. Um, so this year they are going to go with Disney podcasters. Got to, it. Okay. To, got it. Yeah. All right. The so Christmas they're going to go with Mike Rollman. Got I it. am. I am. I am actually going to be there from December 24th to the 26th reading the Christmas story <laughs> with the, uh, gospel choir behind me. And I am, I'm also going to chime in and sing, uh, Oh, Holy Night. Uh, it'll be beautiful. Please, please oh, don't. Oh, Holy Night. I've been practicing. You just don't want okay. me getting up to those high octaves. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be glorious. Please keep practicing. Mike. I hope I get to be please, the star. Please keep practicing. I want to be the star. <laughs> You're going to need all the practice you can get. Like How the awesome star or the gold. star? In, in every way possible. I'll be gold. I'll be shining. I will be the star. Awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm loving this. Yes. I mean, we're all, all the Disney podcasters will go like cycle through from November to January and we'll Got all it. have like two or three nights and uh, okay. we'll get up there and cool. we'll all try to outdo Neil Patrick Harris. So that's yeah. And we'll okay. all walk over to Cave uh Cavadel tequila and 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 get drinks. a get a drink named after us afterwards. Yeah, like exactly. Which is <laughs> <laughs> the wildest thing ever. Anyway, it is so awesome that he's got like a whole drink named Disney, after him. Yeah, Disney. Yeah. If, if I mean, if the strike's still going on, there's a plan B right there for you. And I, my phone number, you got it. So I'm just saying, call me. Okay, here we go. Uh, Julie's got a question. We have a room at the Grand Floridian just before New Year's. We don't have park tickets for the day we arrive from Scotland. Nice. Any suggestions what we can do our first night? We try to stay awake from 2 11 p.m. to midnight to beat the jet lag. Don't go to a park <laughs> on your arrival day. That's my thing. I don't, I mean, my thing is just get in the pool. You know, that's, yeah, especially that's at the Grand. They have a, well, I mean, the pool closes though at 10. That might not work. The pool closes. I forgot True. about that. Jump the Ooh. fence. No, yeah. don't don't jump the fence. Yeah. I didn't say that because then I won't get to be the star in the, in the candlelight. No, I, I, yeah, no, dude, uh, I'm just talking about read the Christmas story, and I'm saying jump the fence. I'm, I'm like they got the the angel and the devil sitting on both shoulders here today in the studio. I don't know. I mean, uh, that grab, late. Grab well, you know, they're not saying they're not saying this is going to be that late. They want to stay up that late. So if you right. get there, yeah, go swimming until they boot you out. Maybe go to Disney yeah. Springs. I think to definitely since they're staying at the Grand, they can do. A monor like monorail loop in the evening and see all of those resorts. Um, definitely, too, the Grand, you can walk over to the Polynesian. So I think that's a good thing. Um, just there's, I mean, there are, there will be sort of activities going on at your resort, too. Um, yeah. That's something to, to keep in mind, too. Yep, I like it. And oh, she says they're getting there at 5 p.m. Okay. Yes, that'd be perfect. Yeah, go over and yeah. explore the Polynesian. Oh, yeah, for sure. There'll be plenty to do. Yeah, that'd be good. And our last question of the day comes from Kelly. She's in Connecticut. Hey, Mike and BOGP crew. I love the show and I've been listening for a couple of years. So I don't know if you've ever talked about this, but how do you all go about choosing which park to go to on which day? We're DVC members and we go to Walt Disney World a few times per year. And I still stress 
when trying to decide where to go and when. I do have a touring plan subscription that I consult, and my husband and I both have annual passes, so I generally take into consideration our favorite parks, the predicted crowd level, and then the park hours, and kind of go from there. I also sometimes think about where we are staying in relation to the park that we want to go to. For example, this October, we're staying the first night at Pop, and then moving over to Bay Lake Tower for five nights. So our first evening when we arrive, we're headed to Epcot, and the next day we're going to Hollywood Studios on the Skyliner before heading back to Pop, and then over to Bay Lake Tower. No matter what else, uh, no matter what we do, I always stress about whether we chose the best plan. How do you all decide? Do you ever have tried and true methods for choosing your parks? Thanks, Kelly from Connecticut. P.S. I was lucky enough to meet you in April. We were the family rope dropping the dessert party. I was so nervous to say hi, but you were gracious and it was nice meeting you. Kelly, I remember that. It was very nice meeting you over there to the right. We were getting ready to have a good time there. So it's good meeting you. So You know what? I'm the worst person to ask about this question because I, I don't put much thought into what park I go to. It's just like... Um, I want to make sure I go to Magic Kingdom twice, Epcot once, and but I probably the biggest factor is the thing that Kelly just mentioned. If I'm at Pop Century, I do tend to go to Epcot in the studios the most because I'm on the Skyliner, and that gives me Skyliner access. Now, we'll still go to Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, but I take advantage. Like when we were at the Grand Floridian, we did a lot of Magic Kingdom Epcot because we had monorail access there. That's probably the biggest thing. Um, I don't look, I don't give a lot of thought to it. Just, I think it's because I've been to the park so much though, where I don't have to like do anything in particular. Uh, Pam, what about, what do you say to Kelly about this question? It is tough. I think, you know, one of the things we look at is if there's particular restaurants that we want to go to, and if they happen to be in a park, then I'm going to schedule around that um, to some degree. I mean, I may not spend all day there, but I may do something there. Also, if we're, um, you know, going to a restaurant that is near one of the theme parks, that might be something ideal. Like maybe we go to California Grill for dinner, but let's say we head over to the Magic Kingdom in the evening. That sort of dictates that. Um, other than that, there used to be all these like formulas for yeah. this is the best day to attend because of this, this, and this. And now it's really one of the things that sort of predicted was a, used in the, as a predictor in that was whatever the extra magic hours yep. were. But yeah, because that, now you yeah. have extra magic hours every morning at right. every park, that's sort of really different and um, just a difference yeah. in that space. So I don't think there's really quite the, um, you know, the the days that one park is better than the other. So I just sort of go where we want. I think you're right, Pam. I think, you know, one of the reasons why there was that day to go to the park was because you would want to visit the park that had extra magic hours the day before because everybody had visited that park. So that park was more crowded that day. But because now they have spread the extra magic hours or whatever, early magic hour, whatever they're called today, uh, out to all the parks now, it really doesn't make it as um, necessary to really figure out which park to go to you know, first, or, you know, the thing that I would say is I wouldn't go to the Magic Kingdom on either the Sunday or the Monday. That's still, I think, going to hold true because I think most people kind of go in that pattern of, okay, I'm at Walt Disney World. It's my first day. They've either traveled on Sunday or Monday, you know, to get there. Um, 
So I think that a lot of people still have that mindset of visiting the Magic Kingdom first on a Monday. Uh, so that might be the only park that I would consider avoiding. Uh, but other than that, I really think the other parks are pretty, you know, easy to, to see any other time. Um, I agree with you. Like, maybe see what park hours are going to be the longest um, and visit that park. You know, like, say you want to visit Hollywood Studios and it closes early during the week, but maybe on the weekend, you know, it has a little bit later of an hour, you know, going forward. Maybe that I'll schedule my Hollywood Studios day for that. Um, but, you know, honestly, I, there's not that like pressure. I feel like anymore of, oh my gosh, I have to go to this park on this day because it's going to be so much more crowded, you know, on this day because of X, Y, and Z. Um, I think Disney's, this is actually one of the things where Disney has helped to spread the crowd out with those early, uh, morning hours. And I think that's been a really big plus. Agreed. And that was how I used to do it though. I used to go to the park that had evening extra magic hours the night before I would go the next day to that park, considering that I hope a lot of resort guests went to that one and got their fill the night before. But a lot of times I'd do the extra magic hours. And so I was like, (laughs) you know, it was like double, double hitting that park, but you know, I just hope many people weren't as stupid as I was, you know, kind of thing. But a lot of people, I guess, were. Okay. We, I lied. I said we had no, that was the last question, but we have uh, St. Louis's finest chiropractor in the live chat with a question. So we're going to jump this one in here real quick. Uh, listener Kevin on Facebook. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Okay. You know, you know, Kevin, right? I do know okay, Kevin. Yes. Uh, if you were only going to Epcot and Hollywood studios with a large group 15, where would you stay to be close to the parks cost advantage of magic hours? We thought the Swan and the Dolphin or Coronado. My pick would be pop century. I'd pick pop. It, it's a it's a really good value. And you got the Skyliner for the Hollywood Studios in Epcot. You know, if you're going to be doing the parks a lot, and you're not going to be at the resort a lot. Now, you're going to get a better resort experience at the Swan Dolphin and Coronado. No doubt. You're going to have table service dining, lots of options at both all those. You're going to have lots of table service options. You're going to have Rick's Lounge, which is a cool atmosphere at Coronado, Maya Grill, Toledo, uh, Three Bridges. It, it's a step up. But if you're looking for convenience to Hollywood Studios and you're looking for value, cost, you said, Pop Century is what I would do for a large group. That's my thoughts. Pam, you want to throw something in there real quick on this one? Oh, you know, this is rough for me because I see two things. First of all, I think Coronado is a great choice. I also think Art of Animation is a great choice. Yeah, we talked about all the yeah. pluses for staying there. The one thing I will throw out to the deluxes in that Epcot area is they have access to the evening extended hours. And those are worth their weight in gold. Um, Really just um, very cool. And those rooms, I don't know what your party makeup is, but can accommodate up to five guests in a room. So that's something that you might want to consider too. And those are Boardwalk, Yacht Club, and Beach Club. So think about those. Ricky, anything for Kevin? So since I know Kevin, uh, I am no, I know how much of a Disney fan he is, and I don't think he would be happy staying at the Swan or the Dolphin. Uh, I think that he That's would. That's true. Much He's happier. a pretty big Disney. He's fan. He's a true. big Disney yeah. fan. I think he'd be much happier staying at Coronado if it was only those choices. Uh, I think Coronado is going to be the the right option just based off of knowing how much of a Disney fan he is. Uh, So that's going to be my suggestion. But I also agree with you, Mike. I think that if, you know, if how much you're spending is going to be key here, I think that Pop Century is actually really, or or Art of Animation is really not a bad choice. Um, But yeah, I, out of those two, Coronado is where I would go. It's interesting because we're going down for the Give Kids World event, right, uh, next month. And I just booked my room uh, for that event uh, a couple days ago. And I got a room on a discount 
Coronado for almost the same price as Pop Century. So it was one of those things where I was in a quandary, like, do I stay at Pop? Because I like Pop, but I can stay at Coronado for almost the same price. And I right. pick Coronado because this time we're not doing the parks, right? We're just going to, like... Right, true. We're going to be a gift kids of the world for all the, for yeah. the stuff. So I'm going to get a nicer room. I'm going to have a chance. Like when we land that night on Thursday night, it's it's NFL kickoff weekend. And so Scott's team's playing Thursday night. So we're going to watch the football game at Rick's Lounge. And so, boom. I mean, you wouldn't have that at Pop Century. So right sure. there, winter, winter, chicken dinner. But the rates, if you can catch a discount at Coronado, you can stay at a moderate with a lot better amenities for about the same price as Pop many times. So it is... Yeah kind of kind of price it out there and look but, but yeah I mean, if you're it depends like if you're gonna be at the hotel more go like pam said over to you know uh, crescent lake area beach club yaka boardwalk and take advantage of that but if you're just going to be looking to be in the parks the whole time man skyliner access pop century to get your disney fix that's what i'd say all right well hey it's time to bounce and we'll be back on friday with another fun topic we got a fun topic plan for friday so you don't want to miss that show but for right now <laughs> We want to help you plan the next Disney vacation. So swing over to themagicforless.com. While you're there, check out all the great pl trip planning tools. I want to point you to the resort guides. If you're in a quandary, you can't decide like, oh man, yacht club, or should I stay at boardwalk? What about wilderness lodge? You know, I, I just got to see some pictures. I want to see the room layouts, how many square feet are in the room, stuff like that. You know, what amenities does this resort have? Does it have one pool? Does it have five pools? Does it have quiet pools? Stuff like that. The resort guides are awesome. Even if you're not planning a trip and you're just killing time at work, do that too. It's fine. Just go over to the Magic for Less, check them out. And that's a great place to start your trip planning. And while you're there, fill out that quote form. It's no obligation. And you know, if you're planning a trip, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, an agent will get back to you right away. And we'll get you some numbers and some availability. And we'll go from there and we'll build that relationship. And we'll promise you this. We're going to get you the best vacation possible at the lowest cost out there. And we're going to, again, we just want you to have the best time ever on that trip. We're going to work hard all the time to make sure that happens for you, your spouse, your friends, your kids, grandparents, whoever it is. Because a lot of times you're the big Disney fan and we know that you'll probably have a great time. But personally, as a travel agent, I, you know, I do this every day. I love to hear that that skeptical grandpa had the best time ever. And that when you get home, you send me a picture of grandpa who was sourpuss, not really wanting to go on that, you know, riding seven dwarves mine train with the six-year-old granddaughter and just like, wow, you know, and they should be in the commercial, you know, for 2024 promotions for Disney. That makes me happy. That's my goal. I love challenges. That's what I want to do for you. So let's make it happen. Just swing by the magic for less.com today. Don't forget, back to school time, got to buy those Ticonderogas, those pencils. Do they even buy pencils anymore? Probably not. You probably use Chromebooks. But if you got to buy stuff for school, I don't even know what you... And I used to be a teacher. I have no idea what school supply lists look like anymore, but I'm sure you got to get something. Go to our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Support the show that way. Also, please support us on Patreon. Starting at just $5 per month for all these shows. We have tons of shows, more than any other Disney podcast out there. And you'll get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Now follow us on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T Pam. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Threads, give us a follow there. And this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Join us for the BOGP open line. It's Scotty G and myself. We take your calls. We had so many great calls this past Sunday night. Lots of conversation. It was awesome. 
Let's even outdo it this Sunday night. Can't wait for that. So join us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. One final request. If you don't mind, give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. And subscribe to the show. I think you just got to hit follow on Apple Podcasts. That would really support everything we do. All right, we're going to jump out of here and be back on Friday. So be be here or be square or a trapezoid or whatever you want to be. It doesn't matter to me. All right, so for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.